Podcast. 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 <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to the Harder Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me is my co-host, Chris King. Hello. And our special guest today, Elizabeth Francis. Hi. Welcome to Harder Brunch, Elizabeth. Thanks for having me. How did you How did you enjoy your brunch? Oh, it's delicious. Definitely got up an eye in the guacamole this whole time. We did uh, Tex-Mex. Uh, we did uh, chimichangas, enchiladas, little guacamole. Margaritas. Margaritas. Delicious <laughs> margaritas with no problem. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I would say that. I don't know if I'd say that at all. Handcrafted with anger. <laughs> yeah, handcrafted with anger. That's, that is exactly right. <laughs> if I were going to bottle this urine, that's exactly what I would say. Just punch you in the face as soon as you open it. <laughs> So part of part of the fun of this podcast is the fact that uh, I don't actually have any food to cook or make drinks with. <laughs> it is that is right. It is like a uh, what is that uh, man versus what is the bear gorillas thing? Man versus wild, but of, with food. Yeah, yeah, with food. I have plenty of food. Just don't have utensils. Yeah, yeah. It's like they drop you in the middle of a bunch of uh, really cheap pork pork shoulder and say, "Hey, make a chimichanga." Like, how am I going to do that? All I have is a spoon. In twenty minutes. In twenty minutes and some chopsticks. Somehow, Doug did it, and it was amazing. It's fantastic. I think yeah. you're going on to the next round. Yeah. Oh well. I'm full, and uh, this is, I believe, our third take of trying to get this podcast going because our producer. Uh, there he is. Our producer Cody's been in a real mood today. <laughs> Barking at us all day. Yeah. Barking. Barking, orders. Barking and uh, we tried drugging him with Benadryl and beer, but he's he's still kicking. Yeah. He's definitely having more fun now. Yeah, he's having a great time. Um. Oh yeah. I don't even. I don't even know. I don't even know what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> Well, so far it's going really well. Let sure. me tell you that. Sure. Well, let's let's highlight from a couple of the other takes that we've had. Uh, we could talk about the pork shoulder that you made the burritos with. Uh, it was delicious, and we found out after we had it, didn't we, that it was really cheap. Yeah, so, on sale. On sale. A lot of it. A lot of it for a little. That's what you want in a pork shoulder. You want it to be a lot and not for that much. And uh, I just remember the highlights of Dyke telling us is that whoever he bought it from, no one spoke English. <laughs> Well, they so, if it's pork. Yeah, we're not even sure. It just came in a brown bag. It was a lot of it. It was already cooked, is what he said. I, I would just say that it was already hot. It was delicious. It wasn't. It wasn't pre-cooked. No, it was, just, no, uh, it was good. It was good. Um, no, I went to the. Me- I got everything at the Mexican grocery store, which was great. Um, yeah. But there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of English speaking, and right. because I'm brown, they just always assume that I'm Spanish. Did they just start? So they just started speaking to you every single time. Wow! And wow. then they're, and then they're just kind of pissed once I hit back in English. They're just kind of uh, like, uh, like even there was a, a disown you a little. Yeah, there was a Mexican bag lady outside who was like panhandling, and oh, she wow. like her she was spitting her her you know shtick in, in Spanish. Spanish, and I was That's just nice. like, I don't speak Spanish, lady. And That's even convenient sh- that she changes her shtick depending on the. Re- the, the store that you I, I just think it was a Mexican poor lady. <laughs> oh, I thought she just customized. It. <laughs> it's like her branding. She's like, I, I'm multi, I'm multilingual begging. That's She's no homeless name. with a Rosetta Stone. I would, I would say though that you're the kind of brown that is multinational though. I yeah, think I could, it's, I could, it's really I, hard to nail down. I remember when we started working together. I uh, people said that you were black, and I didn't believe them. I thought <laughs> for sure you were Samoan. <laughs> I've been, I've been, or uh, Hawaiian. I've been missed. <laughs> Hey. Wow, there he is. I've been mis-raced. Uh, mis- uh, <laughs> mis-raced? Mis-raced? I've never even heard that term before. 
Uh, I've heard everything. 2019, it's me. I've heard Native American, Mexican, yeah. I've heard like oh yeah, Pacific Islander. Somebody thought I was uh, brothers with a straight up Japanese foreign exchange student. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, that's nice. Uh, You're like The Rock. Yeah. You're a lot like The Rock. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Elizabeth, uh, this is a service industry podcast. Uh, you were telling us on some parallel universe timeline. That you started off in a Mex- in a Italian restaurant. An Italian restaurant, yeah. It started off really well. Uh, we got new management, and then it went down quickly. Um, it ended up with roaches crawling over the table while people were enjoying their dinners. But it's like fifty dollars a plate, so it didn't last. That's disgusting. What- <laughs> Not what you want to see when you're having. I'll tell you what, though, that's a quality roach, though. I mean, if you're getting a fifty dollar plate roach, that's some good stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah, they're people. eating well. Yeah, I mean, good. if you're gonna eat at anywhere, yeah. What do you tell somebody who is like, excuse me, miss, there's um, there's cockroaches on this table and I'm trying to eat my linguine over here. And they're looking oh, at me. I Did actually, you have do you have a situation where someone saw it? I worked in a coffee shop in Florida. It was really close to the beach. Uh, the building itself was there for at least 20 years. When you have that much sugar in the heat, yeah, yeah, yeah. you attract bugs. Yeah. And it got to the point to where middle of the day there would be a cockroach on the counter. Ooh. And yeah. you know, what are you gonna do? You still have to make a living. Um, we just went on about our business, <laughs> kind of pretending like it wasn't there. Have you ever had a uh, bug in the food? Have you ever had that before? Where it's uh... no, oh, really? I really haven't. I've had that. I've been I've pretty lucky. That. I've got a hair in a burger and like mid bite away from the burger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was very cringy. I think I think that's the I've had that before too. Where you not? It's not because people get so weird out about a hair and and it's this disgusting. Is a long hair. That's no. That's, As I pulled it away, it was like oh trying my to god. Me back. That's the worst. The the fact that you can feel it and it's there. That is that is disgusting. Were you the one that had the the giant full size dragonfly like Jurassic what? Park dragonfly in a salad? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, depending on yeah, the restaurant. That's that's pretty, I don't know if you've never been to Dragonflies, but literally every single item comes with a bug. It's great because sometimes you'll get cockroaches and like, oh, that's just a Norwegian Dragonfly. Right. It is really nice. No, uh, they play it, off really it, was, well. it was just, I don't know. I don't know how it happened. So the, the way it was explained to me was there's two ways it could have happened. One, we had the window open. I worked at a restaurant. But the windows open okay. so all day, so I guess so they just could fly came in and there. Died on and then just like, hey, I want. I'm trying to watch. I'm a dragonfly. I'm trying to watch my weight. I'm gonna go hang out in a salad. Oh, I just died. Or it was packed in with it the salad. Packed. No, this was like because it was like it was a, it was a Jurassic dragonfly situation. Like it had a face that you could distinguish. Like I've oh. never, I've never. It was so big you could see like oh, I've never seen a nose like that on a dragonfly before. It was it was pretty big. It was like that big. I like that you're measuring on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a visual medium, but let me show your fingers. Just imagine this, guys. Just imagine my two fingers and spread apart in a big dragonfly <laughs> out of context. That is disgusting. But yeah, so what's funny What's funny is I, I've always seen this in, in serving, though. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. Anytime it's actually disgusting or actually something where people should be pissed, that's where they're always the most cool. Like, you never see... People always freak out about tiny stuff that doesn't actually matter. But when it's yeah. such like a major thing, like a like a literal dinosaur in your salad, it's like, oh, it happens. I'll just take the salad again. Like, that that person went back. No, yeah. Back <laughs> to the to cockroach story. Um, the customer, she's like, hey, there's cockroach out here. And I'm like, I I don't know what to do. I'm not a bug exterminator. <laughs> like, I just work for $8 an hour. What do you want me to do? 
She still came back every day. Yeah, yeah. She'd ask us if we'd seen roaches, and you know, like, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. You know. She's like, okay, this is, place is disgusting. I think but for, I like my latte. I think for anybody that's that's waited tables, though, no matter how clean the place is, you're gonna get bugs. I mean, there's food. Yeah. Everywhere, and yeah. a lot of these places are they're older. I know the place that Dyke and I worked together. It's an older building, and it is it's definitely not because it wasn't immaculate. It was. It's just that's what happens. Well, and like places on like Mass Ave, for instance, like in the summer, right. the doors would be right wide open, and like one day I just saw a rat come straight out of the <laughs> sewer and walk straight in, yeah. and to then the just, restaurant. just walk. Oh yeah, like belly walk, up to the bar. He like he like I'll walked in, he like walked into the. <laughs> To the entryway, and then was just like, ah, what am I doing here? I'm a fucking rat. He's kind of like went back this into the sewer. <laughs> this, this isn't a rat bar. I thought it was a muppet, but I'm just a regular old rat. Uh, so now, so you, you were serving at the Italian place? Uh, just hosting. 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 Very easy work. And then when did you when did you transition to, to man? No, <laughs> to man. serving. To a man. Uh, first job was Applebee's. Crap. Oh wow! Crap. Wow! Oh, I'm not supposed to say. On no, this. no, 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 no! That wasn't a wow. That wasn't that wow. Uh, that's a disgusting place, and I didn't. I've never, I've never heard anybody that worked there. That's... It was very gross, and I still go back there and eat. Really it's cheap. <laughs> well, you were, yeah, you yeah, were, it is you cheap. were acting a minute ago like you'd never seen the inside of a Chili's before. That's right. Yeah. That's like, right. They Which are we, literally we the exact part same place. Where yeah, I think they they are the same place. But that's probably why, because like she's seen Applebee's from the inside out. Why would she need to go to a Chili's? Yeah, you don't. That's it. You you did it. So you already did. You already did it. You did, did my the time. Uh, I worked. My first waiting job was a Bennigan's, so along the similar lines. But I don't go back anymore. I don't think that they. <laughs> I don't think they exist. But I saw too much, and I could never. I could never return. I felt my responsibility to be that asshole customer because I was treated like. Yeah, yeah. I think those are the places that they have to exist just to get your chops in serving. Like, that's a great way yeah. to start waiting tables because it's, if you can make it through that, then you can do it. And then you get the yeah. fundamentals of, like, I don't know, bringing napkins and, and how all that different stuff works without actually having to risk real money because you're not making it an apple piece. I wish I would have started <laughs> serving, like, at 18 and, like, just got gotten all that... The, yeah. like dumb stuff out of the way instead of starting some serving like at thirty. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that's a bad way to do it. I was a very bad nineteen year old server though. I would forget about tables. I yeah. would give them the wrong food. I it was not organized at all. I think that that made me a better server because I was a, I was I was the same way. I was I was around nineteen when I started, and I would do stuff like uh, bring food to the wrong table. Uh, oh. There were a time where I bought it to the table and I was passing it out, and they're like, "This isn't our food," and I said, "Oh." God, that's their food over there. And then everyone was cool. Like, I need you guys to put it back. Be cool, though. I don't want them to look over here. And they did. They really enjoyed it. And they felt bad. And, like, we're going to tip this guy a lot of money because, frankly, he's going to kill somebody or and or get fired. I just felt like I was the better, the better, a better, more entertaining server. You, you don't go to restaurants because you want good food. I don't think. You think you want the experience. And I think good or bad, that's still, success. That's still a successful trip. Like, remember that time when we were at that Pentagon's and that guy gave us the wrong food? He gave it to other people. We touched that food and he gave it to it. That's something that they're probably tell, still telling this story today. Uh, I always like to ask this. What's what's the worst customer interaction you've ever had like while working? Oh, um, so recently I do work at a comedy club. And during the shows, everybody needs to be quiet. This guy is a very tall guy, over six feet, maybe six foot five, reaches over and snaps in my face wow. as I'm talking to another table just... Right in my ear. 
And you can't really tell anybody off in that yeah. position because yeah. there's a whole show going on. Right. So I just shook my head no at him. Yeah. Went on about my business, came back, talked to his wife, and she nice. apologized nice. for him. Please. But I was I was really heated over that. Yeah. That's rough. Snapping is the word. You know what I did? And as a longtime service industry person and bartender, I even felt like I had f- fucked up. Is I went out and was I was at a comedy show. Bartender was slow. I mean, not sorry. The bartender wasn't slow. The bartender it it was slow. Like business was slow. She was she had no customers. She was watching the show. Oh. And and um, yeah. And I'm sitting there and there's a show going on. And I know you never you know I never want to be snapped at or, or whistled. <laughs> yeah. Did I whistle? What did I do? Did you whistle? Is that, what you're, is that where this story is going? You're telling me that there was a situation you were whistling for a I, server, I, a bartender. <laughs> That's where this story is going. I wish not his bad but like, I hope the dog barks now so you can take this story back. <laughs> I can't believe you're going that way. I, it's, a, it's a podcast about service industry. And what's funny is you always ask people, what's the worst service you, what's the worst customer experience you've ever had? That lady has you. You can invite her on and it can be you. But this, Did you whistle at her? I'm sorry, I cut into the story. I'm but sure it's I, I was be like, I just wanted to make a sound. Sure. To get her attention, yeah, 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 and it was just like, and I, I also know a lot of like, she wasn't doing anything, like she wasn't doing, uh-huh. sure, her, she was watching. She the show. deserved to be whistled at, is what uh, you're telling and, me. Is but, that what no, you're saying? No, I don't think it, it wasn't a whistle. Well, I mean, that's not where the story did you make started. A cutesy whistle. What did you? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It wasn't like a wolf whistle. I'm gonna let you finish like a, and say what what was it? Then it was like a slide whistle. <laughs> slide whistle. <laughs> you. Is that what it was? It was the it was the end of a Looney Tunes cartoon. Is that what you whistled to her? It's like, oh, I guess Porky Pig is about to come on. I guess the show's over. I better get moving. Is that was that the intent? So she would think that the show she was watching was done. Like, well, I guess back to work now. Because if that worked, she great. she immediately corrected me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to get your attention in this situation. Yeah, if she had five people and she was busy sure. working, I wouldn't have said shit. I don't would have waited there. But I was like. What, am I supposed to just sit here and wait until she turns? What if she just watches? The She's entire just show? watching the show. So did you? I think this is this is good though because I think that I think that when you're waiting tables and you have people that are not in the service industry, I think there's a lot of times like, well, what do I do in that situation so that I'm not that crappy customer, right? Because these are people that have access to all of your things, and if they don't like you, they can put all their thumbs in all your I, stuff. I also had waited a decent amount of time. Yeah, you know? no, like, I didn't, the, the whistle was not the go-to. I didn't go up there and be like, hey, but I'm saying, I'm saying like, what if, you, what if you just went, she's watching the show, right? What if you just came out? And she had no customers. You already said that. Yeah, okay. What if you just went up to her and like, hey, how's it going? Um, I just didn't know if, if I... If, if if you were able to get the drinks, if I can go somewhere else. Actually, <laughs> actually what I'm saying is terrible. No, 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 no. It's worse. That's so much worse. I feel like maybe just a little quick, excuse me. Yeah. That always helps. Yes, I mean, yeah. that's a quick way. To I don't even think. I, think, I, don't, yeah, I don't think. You're, 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 yours is better than both of ours. Go somewhere else was way worse. Not as bad as the whistle, yeah, thank should God. I, should I just go somewhere else? <laughs> should I just go somewhere else? Give my money to somebody else. Well, you know what? I did not whistle. I did this because you couldn't be loud. I'm, I'm glad. I you. knew. Okay, I knew you couldn't snap because uh-huh. obviously no one ever wants to be fucking snapped at. I know. Here, um, this is an audio. It's an audible medium. You just make there's the a sound. show going on, so okay, I didn't make whistle. The sound. Make the sound. This what is what the I sound did. did you make? On the burp bark, like, well, that would have gotten my attention. Well, I just burp and the dog bark at the same time. I know. I'm gonna get you a beer before you puke all over the place. I barked at her. You barked at her. That'll do it. Like, I remember what I did now. I remember what I did now. Okay. I went. Wow. That. And she got mad at that. Uh, I think that's okay. I think that's actually. 
Like she's a bit uh, dramatic. Look, right? I, yeah. like I, gave I mean, her, she's clearly not a great server anyway. But I did, I did, I did that, <laughs> and then she turned around and she was like, "Did you just me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that seems okay." Like, a, like, oh, I didn't want to alert the. There's a show, show going there's on. A show going on, and you're just watching the show. Yeah. Uh, Wouldn't it have been funny though if, if she didn't actually work there? <laughs> like she she was just standing at the bar like a lady watching the show. Like did you just post? I don't even work here, sir. I'm just watching the show. <laughs> Meanwhile, the the server's like standing right behind you. Like, hey man, I've been trying to get your attention forever, just so I can take your order. I that'd be a great. I kind of still stand by. I don't think the is a is a rude. No, sound. I would agree. I would agree. The puss wasn't. I probably would have been a smartass and like put my hand over my mouth and be like, no, I said. Pss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it was I a secret between me and you. Yeah, that's. I think that's. Uh, she gave me the dirtiest look, and I was like, and I, like I literally like, had a flashback to all of my service industry, but I was like, was I being an asshole? Like, I don't think so. It, I don't know. I don't think so. Because uh, yeah, there is something triggering about getting fucking snapped at, though. Someone yeah. snaps at you, and it's just like, oh, you're just telling me where you think I exist in the hierarchy of life. Like, yeah, you're up, you're up here, and I'm just. Subhuman. I think I've always looked at waiting tables as I feel like I'm kind of a dick to a lot of people anyway, and uh, like waiting tables really just allows you to do that. Like if you have somebody that snaps at you or whistles at you, or as a man I've never heard it, but someone asked you to smile. Oh so yeah, definitely. <laughs> like that's the thing. That's the thing that Mike Dyke and I will never understand. That's like, not true. We don't get. You have had people ask I you to get smile that at at the wedding venue I work at oh, almost God. once a that week. That is terrible. Well, I also purposely don't smile. Well, yeah, like, there's nothing to smile about. I get that, and then immediately I'm like, all right, well, tell me a joke. And then it's just silence. They just stop. I, I like that. Yeah. And then they just walk away. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather not have You know that they're wa- people are walking around their offices and accountants or whatever these people do for their job. It's not like they're walking around smiling, too, just because we have to look at other people. We're supposed to be happy about it. I think there used to be a thing in the old timey days is like, you know, you came back from, you know, killing people at war. Yeah. And then it was just like, let's just all pretend that everything's great. <laughs> put that smile on. The milkman's here. No, smile. No one ate the faces of small children. <laughs> Don't remember that. I like uh, the Midwest smile where you just like pull your lips back. That. It's not even a smile. You're just, uncomfortable. Yeah. Just the nod of like someone that you may know. Maybe you know them like on Facebook, but not in real life. And you're just walking by somebody. We not even suck their lips in. Yeah, we we had it's this, against a smile. We had this theory on last week's podcast, or uh, that was brought up that uh, an intoxic, an intoxicated woman. Um, th- this was Sarah Murrell's uh, theory was that. Okay, now, 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 let's call a response. Now <laughs> it's like I bark, I get a chip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't know what to do here about the dog. Her theory was that an intoxicated woman, like being drunk, actually increases a woman's testosterone. Oh, I don't know if this is scientifically wow. proven or whatever, but like I would say that like yeah, a drunk woman is an asshole, much like men can be assholes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get that but, drunk strength. Well, wow. like uh, I never heard of that. But like yeah, drunk women at the wedding venue I work at. Oh, that's once, awesome. once, once again, it's like. They always go, honey, well, honey, why don't you give us a smile? And I'm just like, mm, and I, I kind of like shake my head and I'll give them a smirk. The, 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 they'll just kind of like walk away. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like. There's no good answer to that. I mean, although, tell me a joke as, as close as you can. T- no, tell me a joke's great. Tell me a joke's pretty good. Here, and here's the thing, cause, and we've talked about, I think we talked about this on the last podcast about like, like if a woman does something shitty to you as a man, it's just kind of like, you just kind of shake your head and you're like, 
why do you think you could do this? But like, you still know in your heart of hearts that I can still kill you. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I let me let me really say safe right Hang now. Hang on a second, real fast, real fast. Uh, I want you to know that I did not. Do <laughs> I don't want you to think that I ha- I had a situation where I'm like, hey, women can do whatever they want, but secretly we can still wring their necks. I was not involved in that podcast. That was the we can kill women whenever we want podcast. We're, we're not on that podcast anymore. What, what I'm saying about like, what I'm saying about harassment is like that was, that was okay, terrible. Like, back to your example, I like, can't wait to see where the rest of this goes. Like, a six-foot-tall guy, like, if you had, say, maybe gotten fucking lippy with him, like, there has to be part of you that's like, oh, this guy could, like... Oh, easily. Murder me, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Sure. But like, if, so his, what you, if what his wife I don't like talk says, shit until I'm at least like six feet away. Yeah, like, but, but right. there there is that thing where it's just like, oh, he could. But like, if his wife had like, you know, been rude to me, I I'll take it. But like, you know, I'm, I'm not actually scared. You know? Yeah. Where it's just like there has to like it's saying. when the rules are yeah yeah. I think there was a much better way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> The better way to say it, like, like, I know that regardless of whatever I see a woman, I can kill her in fifty different ways. Like, and then make make it my fault. Like, you know, we talked about it last. I'm like, no, sir, we did not. No, we did not, sir. Did not want to be involved in that. Like, Chris, you were downright. I wasn't. I wasn't at all. I think that uh, women are beautiful people. I'm not trying to. I don't know that I can kill anyone. There's a good chance she can take both of us, even with the broken leg. She can probably kick both of her asses. We're forty, referencing Chi Chi's. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm I'm partially disabled. I feel yeah, like and I think that she can bring both of our necks, sir. Oh, well, if you guys anybody. don't hear from me after this, just yeah. know this is the last place I. <laughs> this was. is this is. She told me to smile. Wow. <laughs> now now this this she podcast. Never heard from the title for this podcast is now called Evidence Number Six Seven Two. Way to go, Doug. Uh, all right. So you said uh, you referenced being uh, disabled. What, what what are you talking about? Oh, uh, so three months ago. Got very, very drunk and tripped. Yeah. Broke my leg, put myself in a wheelchair for two months, got screwed, literally, two screws. And uh That's crazy. Yeah. Curbs walking. Yeah, I can't believe hard. you had to get the screws and everything. That's that's your nuts. tibia, is that what it was? Yeah, tibia. Jesus. So it's like the the bigger bone of the lower half of your leg. Lower leg. <laughs> yeah, that is he heard bone. <laughs> <laughs> bone? Who's that bone? <laughs> That means it's yeah, literally just broken a lot of bones. This is so. This is uh, ill-timed because uh, Dyke sounds like a psychopath. But <laughs> yeah. Dyke said Dyke sent me your name and said that you were going to be on podcast. I'm like, well, that'd be nice if I just knew something about her. And then that's not the first time. And again, in, in you know, and coupling with what Dyke said, it seems really scary. Like I was looking at your social media, like I don't even know you, dude. <laughs> but uh, there was a reason that wasn't about the fact that I could kill any woman I meet, apparently. But this is not the first time you've broken your ankle. Is that right? No. Yeah, yeah. I've actually broken the fibia. Um, when I was 14, Jeez. jumping off a shed onto a trampoline because same you know, leg. Yeah, same wow. leg. So I would now just, I fully have a bum leg. I would just take it off. <laughs> it's useless. So is this? Yeah. The, like, I might have a permanent limp. Did you? And I have to change careers, become a pimp. <laughs> did you? I don't think that you just have to become something that rhymes <laughs> yeah. with your disposition. Like, I, I got I got a limp. I got to be a pimp because I got a limp. It's like, and I'm a gimp. I can't. I, I you know, that would have been great if I could think of any other jobs and disabilities that rhyme, but I have absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. Do you just are you, like Mr. Glass in that movie? Yeah, like, that's you just right. Have, like, probably. I mean, I've broken both bones in my left arm as well. Yeah. Or I'm just like a, a really rough person. Are you, do you say bird bones? <laughs> That's, yeah. Bird bones. That is right. Those are bird hollow bones. bones. That's what that is. I've never... Have you ever broken a bone? Uh, yeah, I've broken uh, this wrist a couple times when I was a messenger. I got hit by a car 
And then uh, a couple times, I was a bike messenger in Chicago for like three years. So I got hit by a car twice and I broke the same wrist. So this is a little weird. And then- You probably try to like throw it out when you're falling, right? Yeah, because I just straight hands out, like try to catch yourself. And just like the second time, so I was in three years, I broke it twice. And so I rode in the cast for the first year and it healed. And then maybe a year and a half, I broke it again. And the second time I hurt it. And that's why when you say screws, it's like, man, I, I really powdered my and my wrist and I never had screws in there but it's still it's a little weird but then I've also completely severed my Achilles tendon oh Jesus what? so also on a bike is it I thought that was like you still ride bikes yeah 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 not as much clearly not as much as I used to but uh, yeah it, it cut it so my the pedal hit the ground like I was taking a turn and the pedal hit the ground so hard and then flipped back and then hit me in the back of the leg and so my atten- my Achilles tendon was just spread uh, it was just pulled completely tight and then cut it in half Ooh. So, and do you have to have surgery for that? It's really hard to pretend that that sound isn't going on. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about a leg. It's just that is the dog, but it just sounds like I'm talking about my leg, and like Dyke's talking about eating me and killing women. It's like I know now. I know that I can kill you both. You're both disabled and can't use your legs. I can eat both of you. This podcast is called Dyke Kill Some People That Made the Mistake of Walking to His House. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't surgery. They just uh, it was Chicago has free healthcare, or at least it did at the oh, time. Oh, okay. That's good. So, because I was obviously broken, couldn't afford to do that. But they point, what they do is they point your foot down in a cast and they leave it like that for like a month and a oh, half. Jesus. And then it kind of, your, the little bits kind of touch each other. And then they sort of grab on and start healing together. And then they just gradually pull your foot up so it strengthens it. And so then as they're taking off the cast, uh, I was like, oh man, I'm so glad to be done. I can't wait to get rid of these crutches. And they're talking about like physical therapy and all that. And he said, yeah, just so you know, uh, you know, 80%, it wasn't 80%, but I think it was like 40% of the time, it will just snap again. If it does, you'll have to get surgery. Oh. I said, what? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we've just had that. It's a pretty high percentage of people that, you know, it'll be really strong, but just it, it just doesn't heal exactly right. Or, you know, it's bending. There's like a hole and you can just step off a curb and it might snap. So, no, no. Like, well, then why didn't we do the other thing? Uh, so that, actually, that was what led me to be a bike messenger. Like, if I have to be in a cast, because that would have been surgery and then a cast for three months straight and I, that's why I was a bike messenger and that was my physical therapy too but yeah it's it's still talk about having a limp I still I still limp a little bit because of that because it, it sucks yeah I've never broken any bones wow I uh that's probably why you think you can kill anybody yeah because <laughs> you're impervious I did have a weird kickball you're the Bruce Willis to her Mr. Glass <laughs> I did have a weird kickball injury where I was like sliding on grass when I was a kid and I like landed on my own finger, and now this finger is really crooked. Like I don't know if you can tell, yeah. but like one of my middle fingers kind of juts off to the right. Like, like they they put it in like a little cast for a while, but uh, yeah, no screws or yeah, cool stories. <laughs> Sorry, I told that story. <laughs> That's, I wish I could uh, go back in time yeah. and not. Tell I feel like that I feel story. like you didn't listen to the severity of both. <laughs> one time I held this paper and I got a cut. It was crazy. <laughs> Like, it smarted for a good five minutes. You know, at first when I had my surgery and I was in the wheelchair and on bed rest, I hated it. I thought it was the worst thing in the world. Now looking back, I'm like, I could just lay in bed all day. Yeah, you have an excuse. You have an excuse. No one could say, get out of bed and do something. Like, I don't even have a leg. Right, I'm like, I'm disabled. Yeah, I'm I'm disabled. How did you... 
How did you like pay your bills and stuff not working? I didn't. I wasn't. No, I didn't. Let me tell you that I wasn't going to ask uh, that question I again. Like I don't my... know that you know that people are allowed to listen to this, but <laughs> as a server, we don't typically have a savings plan. Yeah, there's no. That's what I was getting at. Health insurance, no. Yeah, there's no safety net. After begging like each of my family members for some money, my roommate helped out a lot, covering rent and stuff. Oh my god, that's awesome. So yeah. I just cleaned a lot. I'm like, please don't be mad at me. <laughs> oh, whatever you don't can clean. Well, I just, I just picture you like lay, like crawling around on the floor, dusting things. Like, just, just don't even. Worry yeah, about it had it. to be within reaching distance. Right. I couldn't go downstairs to the basement. I couldn't do laundry. It so was... I'll just clean the kitchen five times a day. Yeah. I was just picturing like when madness starts setting in, and you're just kind of like like that movie Rear Window where you're like looking out with the binoculars. <laughs> Thinking people are murdering each other in the neighborhood. I did pay a lot of attention to my neighbors. We have <laughs> meth addicts oh, next man. door to us. When we first moved in, there was Tent City in their backyard. Wow. They had two separate <laughs> families living in tents in their backyard. And that was fine, but they were a very angry family. Sure. And you would well, meth makes you angry, yeah. Unzip his tent flap, kick it open, and just immediately start his day shitty. Yeah. Cussing yeah. at everybody, yeah. yelling at people. He was one of those balding but the long ponytail. It's, got, it's Ooh, called a skullet. Skullet. Yeah, yeah. skullet. Skullet, yeah. Is what that is called. Major That's a skullet. classy, classy look yeah. for any meth head. Right. But that is how you identify as a meth head. That's how people will know. Oh, the skullet. skullet. And skullet. living in a tent in someone's backyard. You've checked all those boxes, sir. I know what you're all about. Constant scratching. All right, we're going we're gonna to take a break. I'm going to go... Uh, Get something out of my tent. Oh um, my let's try those. The awful transition. Yes, <laughs> you could have said literally anything else. <laughs> we'll be right back. I got attacked by a dog when I was young, younger. Uh huh. And uh, I think I really do have like PTSD. From, like every time I hear like a dog bark, it's just like. And that's it. And you're living that that nightmare every day because your dog is every five seconds. It's yeah. like he's reminding you. So you were attacked by a dog. Was that not like a significant story? Like it seemed like that was it, the fact that you have PTSD from a dog attack. It seems like that was pretty significant, right? Yeah, um, I was twenty. Um, I was hanging out with my friend. Who was... There it is. <laughs> Dyke, just, Dyke just peed his pants. He's Going back to Nam. Uh, I was uh, I was hanging out with my friend who was eighteen, but she had just got her license. Yeah. Oh, and, this uh, sounds fun already. Yeah. And we both decided to uh, take uh, some ecstasy together. Wow. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, Duh. So drive first drive. First, <laughs> it might as well be under the influence so, uh, of ecstasy. So we, we... Well, we drove and then we went over to our mutual friend's house and we took the ecstasy and then, like... I think we took the ecstasy and then walked into her house and these girls are 18. So, like, like she's, like, lives with her mom. Like, so, like, oh. with her mom's right. house. So, like, we go into a room, and we're hanging out, might have smoked some weed, I don't remember. Sure, really pile but, it on before you get in the But we, we also didn't mention the, to the girl whose house that we walked into that we were on ecstasy. Oh, because Or why that we had yeah. taken why it. Why would you? So, we're all just hanging out, like, normal, and, like, this isn't, like, a girl I'm dating or anything, like, we're just friends, and then we both just kind of look at each other, and it, like, hit simultaneously, and then... I'm just like swaying around and I like sprawl out on the bed and she like gets Jeez. on my back and just starts giving oh, me like okay. a... Is this going to lead to a dog attack? <laughs> yes. Alright, I just want to make sure we're on the same story. The girl was the dog. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I think, I think, so I think the girl whose house we were at like went and 
went to the bathroom. Uh-huh. And uh, the uh-huh. other girl, like, gets up and starts giving me, like, a deep tissue massage, which was amazing at the time. Sure. But also, like, neither one of us thought it was weird that, like, our friend got up, and now she's just straddling me, giving me, like, a deep yeah, tissue massage. Yeah, I think massage. I know why she got up, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> so she comes back in, and she's just like, what are you guys doing? Right. And we're like, Proper oh, question. we forgot to tell you we were both on ecstasy. Yeah. And, she's, and, and <laughs> meanwhile, we were both naked. Sweating <laughs> on her bed. Sweating all over her bed. And she's, oh, hey. Yeah, and she's like, that's cool. You guys can get out of my house right now. Right, right. And she, like, kicks us out. And uh, we're driving around for a while, I feel like. And then we were like, you know what? We should get some more ecstasy. Sure. And, um, it sounds like you didn't have enough. And she was like, like "We are low on ecstasy." She's like, "Oh, hey, like I have a friend who I believe has some." And this was like a guy I kind of knew. And again, just you know, because the story's going on for about twenty minutes. This story, the the preface of this is the dog attack. That's mm-hmm. where this is going. Okay, just thank you, sure on the So we we go over to get some more ecstasy. Sure. And uh, I was like, it's just very important that you know that I'm super fucked up on. Oh, ecstasy. I got it. Yeah. And the then, first um, time, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. Very first time. Never did. And then um, we go over to some guy's house that I kind of knew in high school. Um, and then we get out of the car and I see that there's a giant like pit bull that's like chained like to the house. And even on ecstasy and not being afraid of dogs, I was like, I don't think I should walk up to that house right now. Right. Because that looks like a giant junkyard dog. Yeah. And my friend is like, Maybe a hundred pounds soaking wet, and she's just like, "Oh, don't worry, Killa's a nice dog." Killa, Killa, and so she kind of yeah. walks up into the yard, and the dog kind of retreats under the porch. Nice. So I was like, "Okay, that's fine." Yeah. And I take like a couple steps into the yard, and I just hear this like guttural, like Jurassic Park, like sound coming from under the house. Yeah. It's like this, and I, like it wasn't even a bark or a yeah. growl. Yeah. It was just this guttural noise, and it just told everything in my being to turn around and walk away. Yeah, yeah. And so I just did an about face and took a couple steps back and I just hear this burr, 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 burr. Yeah. And he just comes out because you showed him fear. And he clamps down on my back leg. Jesus. And it and I I feel like I immediately went into shock. Yeah. Uh, because I just start kicking him in his head with the other foot as hard Ooh. as I can, trying to get him off. And, like, this dog could have... He could have killed me. This was a warning shot. This was a yeah. get, just get off my property. Right, yeah. And what I eventually happened is I turned to get out of his, like, grip. Yeah. And it just ripped the back of my leg out. Jesus. And so then I'm, like, kind of, like, hobbling to the car. We get to the car and I notice that, like, my pants are shredded. Yeah. There's, there's blood everywhere. Yeah. And so, and, like, uh, uh, so I asked my friend, and she's freaking out. She's crying. She's And I'm, like, so now I'm trying to, like, calm her down, you know? And I'm, like... Please just like, help me. Hey, yeah. Please just help me. I know we're both on ecstasy. I've got... I know you're freaking out. I'm holding the back of my calf and my hand right like, now. Do you have, like, a shirt or something in, the, in your car somewhere that I can, like, tie this off with? And so she throws a t-shirt at me, and I make this kind of, like, bootleg tourniquet. Yeah. And tie it off. And then I was just like, all right, can you, like, just take me to the hospital? And she's like, I don't know where the hospital is. Like, she just got her license <laughs> that day. Yeah. And she's on ecstasy. Yeah. And so she ends up taking me back to, like, a friend's house. And we end up getting there and stuff. But as soon as I, like, made the tourniquet and I put my leg up, 
like all the blood rushed back and it mixed in with the ecstasy again. Yeah. Wow. And I just started peeking. Like, you ever been high like, on a dog bite? And I was like, I'm so, <laughs> so, I'm so glad I was on drugs when yeah. I got bit. Nice. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it did, like, ever since then. So, I lied at the hospital. Because you didn't want the dog to get in trouble. I didn't want the dog to get in trouble because I was the asshole. Was that, now that you're saying that, I remember that part of the yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, they kept sending in, like, nurses um, to ask me, like, where the dog was. And I was like, I don't know. I, my story was that I was... And I'm obviously fucked up on drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. story yeah. is... <laughs> I was like... <laughs> talking to the nurse like she's your friend, like, don't tell them that I'm super high <laughs> on ecstasy. Between and me and you. <laughs> just me and you. We're cool, right? Like, no, I'm the nurse that asked you the question. I just told them that I was walking around downtown and some dog came out of it. I think it's funny that that's what you thought would, like, get them off your scent. Like, <laughs> a random dog just attacked me and ripped the back of my leg off. And the nurse is like, we don't need to discover any more of this uh, the questioning can end here they, yeah. just, they just kept sending in more aggressive nurses like the yeah. first lady like was like alright then she got like an old like s- sailor looking lady came yeah. in it's like interrogating yeah. out of like a smoky office and like Edna <laughs> we got one that only you can crack like back on the job and then, and, <laughs> and then they just and then they just sent in like a like a seven foot tall black orderly and he's yeah. like you're gonna tell me where that dog's from I'm like <laughs> It was street dog. I don't know. I think it's. I think you can only tell a story like that with that accent if you are black. I, I don't know that I could. I don't know that I could throw that inflection in there if I told the story. That would just be racist. Two things I have is that the end of the story. I don't want to cut. That's fine. Two it's, things I have on this story. One, we were both talking about injuries, and you decided to go with the finger story <laughs> versus the drug dog bite story. Yeah, that's all the way to like. Oh, those are really crazy stories. The only thing I have is one time my finger looked weird, and that was the end of it. It was so terrible for both of us that you yourself realized it was bad and said I wish I could take back that moment in time well it wasn't you told that story instead Nothing. and then just matter of factly it happened stands the dog won't shut up and you're like by the way I had a traumatic experience with ecstasy and the dog that may have had some kind of greasy orgy going on <laughs> in some woman's bed that's the story to tell next time people are talking about injuries oh I forgot to the, 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 the best <laughs> part is more. yeah there's more well I had to get I had to get a rabies shot cause, sure because you wouldn't was... tell them where the dog was yeah, yeah. I, I asked the owner because he was like, please don't have my dog killed. And right. I was like, no, man. It was because he found a shoe in his front yard. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and they put it together. Yeah. And so I was like, no. I was like, hey, man, just like your dog up to date on all the shots. He was like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, cool, we're fine. <laughs> so I let them go ahead and give me the rabies shot anyway. Yeah. And then um, they're like, all right, well, you have to come back and you have to get two more like in two weeks. They're pretty, then, aren't they pretty painful? I don't know if that's... They, they, it used to be a series in the abdomen. Right, right, right. And, and now it's it's not. You just have to get like three shots, I think, in the arm. But like they have to be staggered. Okay. And so I was working... Dog doesn't like where the story's going. No, she doesn't. I was working it's at... It's like the, not all dogs will do this. I was working I'm at this... Uh, I was working at this summer camp. And uh, I wasn't available to go back after three weeks or whatever, yeah, yeah. so I just waited till the end of the summer, and then I called, and I was like, hey... Did a rabies shot? Yeah. And you're just like, oh, that rabies shot could probably wait. I was like, uh, hey, I was supposed to come back for this rabies shot, but uh, I didn't have time. The and world I, happened. I called the hospital, and they were like, oh, you don't have rabies. Yeah. And I, and I was like, well, what are you talking about? They were like, oh, if you had rabies, you would be dead by now. <laughs> I was gonna not die, but I had to go to camp. So I thought that was worth dying for. That's quite the camp. The other summer camp. The other thing that I was gonna say of you just telling that song, that story at the inappropriate time, because you definitely could have curtailed on on the actual you know dangerous stories we had. You had a perfectly good injury story that you just neglected. 
The other thing I was going to say is, clearly that dog thought about you the same way you think about women. He saw you and said, yeah, that guy's, that guy's coming on me, but you know what? If I really wanted to, I could take him out. And you didn't believe him. You kept like throwing your face out there like, I don't believe that you can take me, dog. I'm a woman, hear me roar. And he, and he was the Dyke Michaels of dogs and said, no, I can take a woman out when I want. And then you ripped your leg off. He did, he did roar. Yeah. So Elizabeth. Back to killing women. Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no! I told you we're losing that intro. We keep saying that. Stop saying that. Back to went back to killing women. We never started there. <laughs> no, uh, you were. <laughs> we were talking off air about. Um, yeah. Bad customers. Well, about no, no, the no. fact that you that you uh, now are working in the service industry, but also crossover because you work in the in the comedy industry as well. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, we did just have a former SNL um, cast member, or uh, maybe he was yeah. on there for a yeah. while. And it, there's definitely an age difference between everybody that worked at the club and him. Yeah. So he automatically felt like he was superior to everybody, and we shouldn't just beck into his call. But I just to but what just from what you're saying, it's not the fact that you thought he was so such a celebrity that he distanced himself. It was more just long lines of like, hey, someone brought their dad. <laughs> Work. Oh, and yeah, he's he gonna find time. out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> exactly. Um, at one point, he wanted a special plate of food made for his dog. No seasoning. He Wait, he has a dog. Yes. <laughs> That's annoying. There it was. There it is. <laughs> yep. Just I can't believe. It was I can't nice. believe people would bring their dog to work. <laughs> That's just shit in the green room too. <laughs> he didn't tell us about it either. The, the dog, what? not the comedian. Yeah. Right? Just, just to make sure that I. Yeah. Most likely mm-hmm. the dog. Um, but yeah, he, uh, I'm, we made him some food and upon going back to check on him, he was eating from the dog's plate. Wow. He was sharing the meal with the dog. Oh my God. And he just looks up at me and just says, next time, make sure it's hot. Did he ask for it for the dog or did he say, Hey, can I have this? Definitely for the dog. Wow. And he was just upset. Like I'm tasting this dog's food now. I'm actually just the dog's food taster and this is not warm enough for what he likes. Yeah. Wow. How was that tip at the other night? There was no tip. Yeah, that's no, no, because it didn't give the dog hot food. I, uh, you don't get you don't get a tip if you don't give hot food. You know how it goes, whisper server. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I told that story. I didn't tell that story on, on the podcast. On this podcast? No. Oh, well, then now edit all this out. <laughs> Nothing's gonna make any sense. This this is all ruined. By uh, me, not your dog, who's been barking. Are, all. The, are the comics? Do they do they normally tip? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, uh, sometimes we get it. Because uh, everything's comped, right? Yeah. Like they, so they're getting, eating and drinking for free, so all they have to do is tip. There are some people that like forget that they need to have cash, and they're like, "Oh, uh, sorry about that. Yeah, You've been waiting on me all weekend, giving me special food, drinks, giving me all your attention." But uh, wow, it was a pli- uh, privilege for you to serve me. No, uh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Cause I wasn't think that a lot of those comedians come from the same place. Like they've they've had to. Uh, they all have those stories. I, think, I feel like every great comedian has that story of they started there, and you'd think they just kind of pay it back. But there are a lot of bigger names that are really um, humble. Oh, of course. yeah, and they're fun to drink with. You know, they're awesome. just back there drinking. They offer you a shot. You just hang out with them. That's great. It's been pretty good. Nice, nice. So you know, you have that response if somebody uh, somebody tells you to smile. Oh, I, yeah. I, I think you should have not a response if uh, no. I think you should have an auto response if someone says, like, oh, I didn't bring any cash. You'd be like, I got Venmo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should, yeah. That is right. They yeah. should have Venmo. Because uh, people try that 
at weddings all the time. And first of all, if this, this is just like... Okay. I'm gonna... I'm gonna murder our producer. This is all about murder today. <laughs> just, just kidding. I would never murder a woman or a dog. That's not what you said at the beginning. It brings it out of everybody. It's not that he did. It's just that he knows and feels secure with the fact that he can't. Yes. <laughs> Confidence. That's what he has. He has confidence. And self-control. That's what they'll say in prison. <laughs> uh, but no, like people go to weddings and they're like, oh, I didn't bring any cash with me. I'm like, you knew you were going to be drinking? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, what was your game plan? <laughs> uh, so... I gotta I, tell you, no, that, that you know though that that is my uh, apparently your I, I'm a bad customer to a server story was off air, so I won't reference it other than what I just did. But I always at weddings I always forget cash, and I feel terrible about it. So I just I literally there's definitely times where I don't drink. I don't bring cash to weddings now because I was once stolen from at a wedding. Really? And it was what? work employees. Did yeah. you know the people getting married? Yeah. Or was it was just an elaborate ruse to get your cash? I don't even know. I didn't even leave the, the purse there for very long, but $70. That sucks. Yeah. Wow. That, I feel like that's why uh, women need to have pockets in all their dresses. Yes. That's why. Because yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not leaving all my money in a bag somewhere else. I have it with me all the time. We need pockets because I'm tired of the titty money. I, <laughs> I mean, I did not expect that to come out of your mouth. Have you, as bar, bartenders, right? Both bartenders, sure, yeah, yeah, the yeah, servers. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you gotten you know the credit card out of the slimy uh-huh, armpit uh-huh. of a yep, bigger yep, woman? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is the oh. worst trying to grab that from them. And I like I, it. I touch it to my face. It's warm. <laughs> it's like the same thing. It's like oh man, it's so hot in here. Typically, I have gotten that. That like is disgusting. Those are those are, and they never. Those are people that don't reference how disgusting it is at all. It's not like they're like, "Hey, I'm sorry, this is gross. It's hot and always a little wet." They pull something out as well too. There's like there's balls, other stuff. Keys, yeah, that's a great point. It's always a, a, a bunch of things I got to sort through. Never got too much. I have. I don't think I've ever got. No, I feel like I would have been like, "What are we?" A doing couple here? times. Yeah, I feel like that's something that happens at a gas station. Like that's not. I like get a, it a lot by women, and they look at me I, as yeah. when I have a problem with it. But I'm like, I don't. Like, I do you know, know how you know how titty money works? Like, no, no, I don't. No, I have pockets. I have a wallet. That's right. I walk around. Like I feel like if I pulled like a visa out of my ass crack, I would raise my eyebrows. No, I've had it and it's nothing. And it's just, I think that all the least you could do is take it out before you get to me. Yeah, that's the thing. Hey, let's let's live our let's live the lie. You know that you got that money in your titty. I know that it's moist <laughs> for inappropriate reason. But if you don't show me it coming out, just like the ass, like hey, maybe this. I don't know what credit cards are in butts or not. We don't know. But if I don't see it directly coming out of your ass, I feel like that's the least you can do. If you're going to keep your stuff in your butt. I like getting the credit cards with a little bit of coke left on them. Ooh. Or like the that? coke bag still stuck to <laughs> my card. What? Like, oh, Where are you working? Uh, I worked at a, a bar downtown. It was a really rowdy bar. Like one of like the I'm going to ask you this off, uh, when we're offline so you can give me the name of that bar because I'm going to. Oh, it was fine. We got gifted a lot of. Real drugs. Wow. Yeah. In Indianapolis? Yes. That's crazy. You find uh, Coke on the back of the bathroom, the the paper towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Just go up there, see the dusting. Jesus. Yeah. That is, uh, that's, yeah. You know, I gotta tell you, I have never, you, I, I think anytime you, anytime you wait tables for any certain amount of time, you're always exposed to a, a, a copious amount of drugs, obviously, but I've never had anything that would give me the impression that 
the people that I'm waiting on are doing drugs. Like, not like, never the, the snow on the nose stuff. I don't get any of that. Oh, really? Yeah, never had it. Never had it. That's what you, you kind of want it to be like that. Like, oh man, really drugged out people. I've had, obviously, wasted people, but never had exposure to like, just coked out, coked out customers giving me co- cocaine credit cards. Like I mean, that's... back at Applebee's, we would have like an overdose like in the building once a year. What? Yeah. Where is this Applebee's? East Washington. Jesus, oh, you're yeah. living. Your Indianapolis is different than mine. Your Indianapolis is is uh, Vice City versus. <laughs> it uh, really is. It's crazy. It's just like yeah, people are overdosing in the Applebee's. They got cocaine credit cards. Like, I just worked at a regular Bennigan's. I don't know what what's happening. So I'm a smoker, and there was one time I went to a Speedway. I'm trying to buy, you know, snacks or a drink, and yeah. I have change, and I wanted to get through all my change. Lo and behold, there's a roach in the pile of change, yeah. so I just shoved that back in my car, <laughs> give her my car. Like, I don't have any change. Yeah. Please just stick my card. I, mean, I would have just given her the roach. She's working <laughs> at a gas station. She might have liked it. She that. would have liked it. Well, I was also like 18, so you, well, know, that's, you I think, think everybody's a cop and they're going to arrest you. That's true. I think that's valid. To me, I think that's what adulthood is when you realize that nothing will really get you in trouble. Oh, no that's, one cares. Like, no, no one, one gives a shit. No. I remember thinking like when you're at McDonald's and you would like take, t- if you, you got a water <laughs> and then you got soda when you asked for water, like the people at McDonald's are going to like bust you and bring you in. <laughs> like, those 12 year olds don't, they don't care. And you start thinking about that, like the guy working at, not that I'm going to McDonald's and just robbing them blind of their Coke. <laughs> The, the manager might say something. Like everyone else, the hourly employees, they don't care. As as a person who's worked at McDonald's before, I can tell you that everyone hates everything about their life and their dad. That's the last <laughs> thing on their concern is like, I hope no one steals the soda. I've seen like people bring like mini bottles of liquor out of their purse and yeah. like they're at the table. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. I would do that too. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I wish Still tip me? I wish okay. I could join you. I mean, the dog gets while, it. But... I'm going to have to get a muzzle, I think. I think yeah. you can bark through a muzzle. Really? I don't, I've never worn you one. You should try it. <laughs> Next segment. I don't know, I don't know if the barking, if the barking is worse than the chip eating. Because that's, it's just like barking and then sounds like, nom, 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 nom. But we're not saying it's the dog. It's, we're just silent because we're hoping the dog will be quiet for the five minutes we're talking. And then just us quietly and the dog is like, nom, nom, nom. And then we start talking again and then he barks. That uh, series of events makes it seem like we're just mowing down on food, possibly killing a dog, and then just nonchalantly chatting about it. I, I worked at a rough and tumble dive bar, and oh, uh, dive bar. we were talking about cocaine earlier. Yeah. And uh, this guy came in with his cocaine dealer, and they've been doing cocaine all day. And yeah. And the guy ran out of money, and the cocaine dealer was just like, yeah, sorry, buddy, you got no more money. Like, fuck off. Like, we're not yeah. hanging out anymore. And then the guy came in, <laughs> and it was there was a, a bar. It was like a woman bartender, and then, and then I was like the kitchen guy. And <laughs> the guy that had been doing coke all day comes in, and he's just like, ah, he can't, can't kick. He he got asked to leave, and he comes back, and he's like, can't kick me out. I'm on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing cocaine all day. I'm right. And uh. And it's, it's, everyone's kind of like looking at him and he like picks up a chair and he like holds it over wow. his head, like picks up a stool, what? holds it over his head and starts swinging it around. And he's like talking shit to the bartender and this bartender just like, everyone's just kind of looking like, what is going on here? And, and she, I don't know. She just like WWF like vaults over yes. the bar. The bartender yes. Goes and grabs the stool, and now they're like in a back and forth. This is the bartender, is that what it is? Yeah, it's the bartender. So there's like, and this guy probably weighs 300 pounds. Wow. He's probably like six foot 300 pounds. 
bartenders 160 yeah. and uh, they're they're tussling with this stool meanwhile there's like the guy's coke dealer and like three bar flies and then me so she's the only woman in this place and she's fighting the biggest dude over like this bar stool and so like every man kind of like looks around like what are we doing yeah and so everyone kind of bum rushes the guy and they, they grab the stool away from him and they kind of separate the bartender from the from the guy and I'm like, okay, well that's <laughs> you got a choking dog in the background. That's that's been diffused. Yeah. Well, then the coke dealer, uh, <laughs> the coke dealer comes. The back. coke dealer is there. Uh, he grabs the stool. What has he been doing the whole time? Is his, is his knocks? The, he was just sitting there. Best customer. He's like, look at it go. That's like his advertising. He's like, hey, you want to have super strength? Try hey. try my brand cocaine. Oh, so they what so, he's having. so the. The four guys attack the the coke guy, knock him down. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, it's done, it's diffused. Well, then the coke dealer picks up the stool and just starts bashing him in the face with like the prongs Jeez. of the stool. What? Yeah, it was like good, like out of Goodfellas yeah, or yeah, Casino yeah. or something. And I'm just watching his face get bloodied, and I'm like, oh, they're they're gonna murder this. They're gonna murder this guy. And I'm just like, I just have to stop. Like this guy was wrong for whatever he was doing. But yeah, like, yeah. They're gonna. But you can't. You can't. You can't murder. Somebody. That's the. That's the lesson of that story, right? Yeah. Like, probably, that probably even if you can kill someone, you shouldn't. <laughs> so I go and I'm like, hey, hey, hey. you know, I kind of like throw myself in the middle, and I end up physically like dra- kind of dragging him out of the bar, yeah. and I kind of toss him, like roll him out onto the street, <laughs> and I lock the door. And then he kind of like comes to after a minute, and I just remember his bloodied face looking at me like through the through the glass on the door, and he's just like, "That's not right, Dyke. That's not." He thought I had attacked him, oh, and, wow. and then oh, tossed no. him out because he he probably had a concussion at least. Yeah. And I'm just like, "Hey, man, like go home, sleep it off, you know, whatever." Well, I guess he knew the owners, and so he goes and then complains to the owners, yeah, and says like. Dyke attacked me for no reason wow. and threw me out the streets. What? And I come into work and they're like, like, yeah, they were gonna like. That fart. was not gonna be. It. They were gonna. That was the end of the story. Uh, there's literally nothing. There's nothing. Uh, nothing out there. Nothing this is, is the worst. This is the worst he's ever been. That's yeah. It really is, guys. Thank you for listening to Harbor Podcast. Uh, we're gonna be putting down our producer. He's um, <laughs> going to the big sleep. To the big the rainbow bridge. Anyone he's going to the he's going to the big farm up north. Anyone wants a dog? <laughs> yeah, he's a farm. I got that story a couple times. Elizabeth, I've realized that I've never I never call you by your name. I just talk oh. to you, so saying your name seems weird. I'm like Elizabeth seems very formal. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a job interview. So this does, this and I'm does. telling all the bad things that tell, I have done. <laughs> tell us, tell I'm us, the next one to get fired. Tell us two strengths and a weakness. <laughs> um. Do you have anything that you would like to promote? Social media or anything like that? Mm, no. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to know. Unless you want to see a thousand pictures of my dog, I don't think anybody wants that. All right. I don't. You know, you're looking at me like, Chris, you want to see your dog? Like, I've seen, I've seen enough of your dog. <laughs> I don't want to see a dog ever again. I'm going to go home and punch my own dog. I have made it a trend on Snapchat to record all the drug overdoses in my neighborhood. So wow. you guys are invested into that. Do you have that Narcan? That, what is it called? Is that? Yeah, Narcan. Bring people back from the... I need to get my neighbors that. It's like a once a week, twice You have Snapchat dedicated to overdoses and you don't have anything to plug on social media? <laughs> I would plug that. I need to. Yeah. It's in the making. It's developing. That sounds amazing.
be a reporter. Guys, uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify or wherever you get fine podcasts, please give us a follow on Instagram at Harder Brunch. I'm Dag Michaels, and we'll see you next time.